I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. guys as usual thanks so much to our wonderful patreon supporters we couldn't do this without you our latest special story for our patreon supporters is called 12 windows so the fox jumped flipped and landed as an animal trainer he told the young man jump and flip like me and the young man did so and landed as a flea. You can listen to this story and many more Patreon special stories by supporting us on patreon.com where you can search for Buy Kids for Kids Storytime and you can even buy our audiobooks from our website buykidsforkids.co And now it's time for The Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum. Chapter 12, The Search for the Wicked Witch, Part 1 The soldier with the green whiskers led them through the streets of the Emerald City until they reached the room where the guardian of the gates lived. This officer unlocked their spectacles to put them back in his great box, and then he politely opened the gate for our friends. Which road leads to the Wicked Witch of the West? Asked Dorothy. There is no road, answered the Guardian of the Gates. No one ever wishes to go that way. But then how are we to find her? That will be easy, for when she knows you're in the country of the Winkies, she will find you and make you all her slaves. Perhaps not, said the Scarecrow, for we mean to destroy her. Oh, that is different. No one has ever destroyed her before, so I naturally thought she would make slaves of you, as she has of the rest. But take care, for she is wicked and fierce, and may not allow you to destroy her. Keep to the west, where the sun sets, and you cannot fail to find her. They thanked him and bade him goodbye, and turned toward the west walking over fields of soft grass dotted here and there with daisies and buttercups. Dorothy still wore the pretty silk dress she had put on in the palace. But now, to her surprise, she found it was no longer green, but pure white. The ribbon around Toto's neck had also lost its green color and was as white as Dorothy's dress. The Emerald City was soon left far behind. As they advanced, the ground became rougher and hillier, for there were no farms nor houses in this country of the West, and the ground was untilled. In the afternoon, the sun shone hot in their faces, for there were no trees to offer them shade, so that before night, Dorothy and Toto and the lion were tired and lay down upon the grass and fell asleep, with the woodman and the scarecrow keeping watch. Now, the Wicked Witch of the West had but one eye, yet that was as powerful as a telescope and could see everywhere. 
So as she sat in the door of her castle, she happened to look around and saw Dorothy lying asleep with her friends all about her. They were a long distance off, but the wicked witch was angry to find them in her country. So she blew upon a silver whistle that hung around her neck. At once, they came running to her from all directions, a pack of great wolves. They had long legs and fierce eyes and sharp teeth. Go to those people, said the witch, and tear them to pieces. Are you not going to make them your slaves? Asked the leader of the wolves. No, one is of tin and one of straw. One is a girl and another a lion. None of them is fit to work, so you may tear them into small pieces. Very well, said the wolf, and he dashed away at full speed, followed by the others. It was lucky the scarecrow and the woodman were wide awake and heard the wolves coming. This is my fight, said the woodman. So get behind me, and I will meet them as they come. He seized his axe, which he had made very sharp, and as the leader of the wolves came on, the tin woodman swung his arm and chopped the wolf's head from its body so that it immediately died. As soon as he could raise his axe, another wolf came up, and he also fell under the sharp edge of the tin woodman's weapon. There were 40 wolves, and 40 times a wolf was killed. So that at last they all lay dead in a heap before the woodman. Then he put down his axe and sat beside the scarecrow, who said, It was a good fight, friend. They waited until Dorothy awoke the next morning. The little girl was quite frightened when she saw the great pile of shaggy wolves. But the Tin Woodman told her all. She thanked him for saving them and sat down to breakfast, after which they started again upon their journey. Now this same morning, the Wicked Witch came to the door of her castle and looked out with her one eye that could see far off. She saw all her wolves lying dead and the strangers still traveling through her country. This made her angrier than before, and she blew her silver whistle twice. Straight away, a great flock of wild crows came flying toward her, enough to darken the sky. And the wicked witch said to the king crow, Fly at once to the strangers, pick out their eyes, and tear them to pieces. The wild crows flew in one great flock toward Dorothy and her companions. When the little girl saw them coming, she was afraid. But the scarecrow said, This is my battle, so lie down beside me, and you will not be harmed. So they all lay upon the ground, except the scarecrow, and he stood up and stretched out his arms. And when the crows saw him, they were frightened, as these birds always are by scarecrows, and did not dare to come any nearer. 
But the King Crow said, It is only a stuffed man. I will peck his eyes out. The King Crow flew at the Scarecrow, who caught it by the head and twisted its neck until it died. And then another crow flew at him, and the Scarecrow twisted its neck also. There were 40 crows, and 40 times the Scarecrow twisted a neck until all at last were lying dead beside him. Then he called to his companions to rise, and again they went upon their journey. When the Wicked Witch looked out again and saw all her crows lying in a heap, she got into a terrible rage and blew three times upon her silver whistle. Forthwith, there was heard a great buzzing in the air and a swarm of black bees came flying toward her. Go to the strangers, commanded the witch, and sting them to death. And the bees turned and flew rapidly until they came to where Dorothy and her friends were walking. But the woodman had seen them coming, and the scarecrow had decided what to do. Take out my straw and scatter it over the little girl and the dog and the lion, he said to the woodman, and the bees cannot sting them. This the woodman did, and as Dorothy lay close beside the lion and held Toto in her arms, the straw covered them entirely. The bees came and found no one but the woodman to sting, so they flew at him and broke off all their stings against the tin without hurting the woodman at all. And as the bees cannot live when their stings are broken, that was the end of the black bees, and they lay scattered thick about the woodman like little heaps of fine coal. Then Dorothy and the lion got up, and the girl helped the tin woodman put the straw back into the scarecrow again, until he was as good as ever so they started upon their journey once more. The Wicked Witch was so angry when she saw her black bees in little heaps like fine coal that she stamped her foot and tore her hair and gnashed her teeth. And then she called a dozen of her slaves, who were called the Winkies, and gave them sharp spears telling them to go to the strangers and destroy them. The Winkies were not a brave people, but they had to do as they were told. So they marched away until they came near to Dorothy. Then the lion gave a great roar and sprang toward them. And the poor Winkies were so frightened that they ran back as fast as they could. When they returned to the castle, the Wicked Witch beat them well with a strap. Take that! And that! And sent them back to their work, after which she sat down to think what she should do next. She could not understand how all her plans to destroy these strangers had failed. But she was a powerful witch, as well as a wicked one and she soon made up her mind how to act. <laughs> That's the end of part one. Next time, we'll find out 
what wicked plans the witch has in store for Dorothy and her friends. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bye Kids for Kids Storytime. Performed by Maya Degenhardt, Lucy Bird, Lila Davies, Mulga Shargle, and Max and Ruby Hughes. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.